0: Hello everyone, I haven't done this yet, but I wanted to preface the podcast that you're about to listen to, because it's very near and dear to me, and my tone and my mood are very different compared to what you're used to. I recently just had my third ayahuasca ceremony, and I was still feeling the effects, I was a little tired, and still getting over what happened during that ceremony. It was pretty intense for me, and the conversation I had with Mike is, nothing but sincere and genuine. I almost forgot I was recording. I was just strictly talking to Mike. I do want to preface a couple things. If you're new and you haven't seen the other ayahuasca podcast, which was season zero, episode four, and you don't know what it is, uh, ayahuasca is a substance. it's It's a tea essentially from the Amazon. You mix two plants together and Essentially, it's the spirit of the vine. That's what ayahuasca translates to. And I've done these ceremonies because I've been studying ancient cultures and and this fringe archaeology. And what I've noticed is that a lot of these ancient cultures had very similar spiritualities. And they said very similar things, such as Buddhists and Hinduism and, and now South America and the Amazonians, Incans, and the Mayans. So I was curious about all this, I found traveling shamans, and I wanted to partake in these ceremonies and see what they were all about, and so this podcast about my third experience is not even 24 hours from the moment where I was part of that ceremony under the influence of the brew, which has dimethyltryptamine substance in it, and it was a ride. Uh, Before you prejudge who i am and what i stand for i just want to firmly say after being part of this and taking this substance I, I really do feel it's unfair how some of these substances have been categorized as schedule one drugs i know you're probably oh god drugs are bad right well that's if someone tells you that they're bad and this substance actually helps heal people. These are healing ceremonies. People have breakthroughs. They, they get over mental situations that they have not been able to get over on their own. Depression, PTSD, mourning, addictions. Like, there are so many things that these substances can help people with. And it's amazing why they've been banned and illegal. Uh, If you do do it in a religious context, and that's why I will insist that I'm part of a ceremony, then that's a way that you can partake in it and not feel like you're being a criminal because it is a religious rite and it is a spiritual religious ceremony that I did partake in. So with that out of the way... I hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope you enjoy the deep, deep insight that I did have. I even felt bad because I reached out to Mike and I almost made him a target of some of the breakthroughs that I had over the weekend. I hope you enjoy the podcast and I will see you. I'd love to hear your feedback, so please leave some feedback after the podcast. Sit through the whole thing. I hope you're in your car commuting or you're in a quiet place and you're able to just listen to what I have to say because it is Very authentic and genuine me in this podcast. Thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? Jay Bosa here with Mike on the other side of the table. How's it going? If you're watching the YouTube, we've got a split screen so you can see our reactions in real time without me having to switch. We don't have a young Jamie on this podcast yet. (laughs) And to introduce today's podcast, recently, over the weekend, I had my third ayahuasca ceremony. And it was in a more unique situation, and I wanted Mike to come over and drill me on it because while it's still fresh in my mind, I wanted to give you guys some insight if you're interested on how this works because this was a very different ceremony, Mike. It was super different. Uh, I don't know what you're looking up over there. I'm I'm engaged. I thought you were already looking up something. I'm like, oh, he's ready. (laughs) He's got questions. You know me. I'm
1: always ready to to jump right in the fire. So, I mean, I'll start you off. Go ahead. So, you said it was different. So, let's just start right there. So, I mean, for anyone who's interested, they can go back to the other podcast we did and get yeah. a full experience of the first iOS experience. I don't want to backtrack with the old one because it want to focus no, it, on the new one. Yeah. So, what made this one different? Was it better, or worse? Was it more peaceful, more chaotic? Like, give me, talk to me.
0: It was definitely more chaotic. Really? And I don't think it's my fault. It's uh the environment that I was in, the setting that we had. Mm-hmm. And the people and how they were, were treating the whole motive of the ceremony was very different than the last two I went to. Uh, I don't think people were as prepared hmm. or, or they were expecting a lot. You know, I, I felt like in my last two times, the people that went were really wanting to heal. Like they hmm. were there for the the mystical energy that it was. And in this group, uh, I do know that some people were really just interested in seeing what kind of visions that they would get.
1: Now, were these same people that you went with previously, or are these all brand new people? All brand new. So, by yourself, or did you go with anyone?
0: I went with my friend Mark. Okay. Um, What happened was... See the jiu-jitsu guy that I met the one time, Mark? No. No? Uh, okay, different. Guy. This is... A, I know a bunch of Marks. Yes, yeah, a
2: lot of Marks in your
1: life. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Go ahead.
2: <laughs>
0: yep. uh, Mark saw the last podcast. He listened to our podcast, yep. uh, which was... Episode four and season zero, mm-hmm. and he was inspired. He was compelled. Like this might help me, and so he reached out to me. He was like, "Dude, wh- where can we do this? Can can we set one up?" And I was trying to hook him up with the, the shaman in Arizona, mm. but they're going to Peru, and so they're inaccessible. And then, talk I about st-
1: moving permanently to Peru or just like w- like oh little- no no it's he's
0: it's like a learning retreat. Okay, so he's gonna improve his practice mm. and whatever else is going on and they're inviting people to go with them and man if if i didn't just start this job i'd kind of do it man I, i'm kind of feeling that calling to be sort of a healer sure so, but they're unavailable and so i went on facebook and i looked for groups i went on meetup and i found new york new jersey ayahuasca something mm-hmm. and as soon as i got in i joined the group and of course they have to approve you and then once i was approved the first post was ayahuasca ceremony at this location which i'll keep disclosed yep but when i saw it i was like all right mark this is it
1: we're doing it's right here we got to do it how far away was it just curious uh hour and a half no brainer yeah all right so let's start with mark though because i mean i'm curious to see this is someone who never did any kind of psychedelics before oh yeah no he's he's done stuff he's done stuff so he's pretty much like i've done a lot of stuff i want to take a next step above and
0: i wouldn't say a lot just kind of normal sort of recreational he's got experience okay but he's not someone that's constantly seeking for more experiences sure that makes sense
1: all right so let me i I like doing this every time you do something crazy so set the scene (laughs) up for for everyone like if if we weren't there what what happened where was it the aesthetics the i mean how did it look what was going on
0: well i i still want to keep these locations Kind of off the. Well, not books. even
1: specific occasions, but I'm just talking about like how how was it set up? Was it in a fire? Oh, gotcha. Cuts, like just give me a visual.
0: Well, for me, this was this was the second night of their ceremonies. It was Friday and Saturday, and I just wanted a Saturday one because it was outdoors. Mm. And from my last couple experiences, looking at the sky and the stars is actually a beautiful thing. Mm. And so I was, I wanted that. And usually it came at the end of my experience. Mm. So i just wanted to be outside i kind of wanted to stargaze and be with my thoughts and i was the only one that was outside
1: really <laughs> yeah. why why was that it?
0: well it was it, it got cold i mean oh, we brought okay. tents I, I came to camp and i'm in this person's backyard it was at a house with a, with a backyard ah, okay <laughs> and and you got to be grateful for people that are volunteering their spaces because it's not easy mm-hmm. and we we pitched our tents It was off to the side. We actually had a little tent city. It was three tents out there. We called it like our little favela or tent city. (laughs) But when when the ceremony started, a lot of people had spots inside. And I just made a blanket. I put my sleeping bag out there. And I'm like, this is my spot. And you're supposed to be in a circle. But I wasn't afraid. Like, I don't feel like I needed to be protected. Mm. You're in the circle so that you can kind of feed off each other's energy and also be protected Mm. and you wouldn't understand that unless you did it but you can get lost you kind of can wander off and some things can kind of creep into your psyche Mm. so you want to be with the circle and i didn't mind i was ready if if anything wanted to like quote-unquote attack me or come at me or kind of make me feel weird i was ready for it okay so Am like, I done setting this up? Or? No, no, you're good. I mean, I, I get it. Oh,
1: so you're by yourself in a sleeping bag in the backyard yeah. of someone's house. And I'll
0: tell you, the other people. Okay. Uh, this house had uh, like one of those big glass hot tub rooms where mm. it's like out the back of the house. A lot of people are actually like sleep. There's like four people in the hot tub. They made like a huge bed out of <laughs> this it. is like an
1: awesome idea. Sure, <laughs> like in the hot tub. You're it's not perfect,
0: in yet. the hot tub. You're on top of it. Oh, okay. And it would have been better if it was cam- in the hot tub. Yeah. That would kind of cool. You know? And everybody was camped out around the sides. Everybody's kind of lined up. It's, it's weird because it's. Yeah, there's something about this where you really don't have any gripes about the people going to this because all these strangers are just lying down next to each other trying to get space and mm. the, the space was kind of confined. It didn't seem like anybody minded. Like mm. they, were, they were just figuring out where they were going to sleep. They wanted to make sure they had enough space. You got to make sure the shaman can get to you just in case. Mm. And they did it.
1: So no, no conflict. Everybody was pretty chill. Yeah. Like no problem. Nope. There
0: was really no one like get out or Stop touching me! Like there was no, none of that. Okay, this is twenty perfect strangers, no problems.
1: So pretty, pretty impressive. It yeah. it
0: really is. Like every every ceremony I've been part of, the people like they want to be there mm. and they want the best experience possible. But this group didn't, definitely didn't know how to accomplish that.
1: I got you. All right, so tell me about. And, I mean, if, unless you want to go talk about anything else before that, but the actual trip itself, like. How was it different than the last two? Was it? You said it was. It wasn't as pleasant, as I. Yeah, before? it definitely wasn't
0: as pleasant. Uh, it was I mean, very different. You
1: can talk about that now or later. Well, but I yeah, mean, yeah,
0: I I can get into it because at this house, since it wasn't the it, it was a big house, mm. but they didn't have the proper space. Now I I understand why the shamans always do this in a circle, mm. and when you have people kind of lying around everywhere, there wasn't that circle, mm. and I realized that's because. If if you want to bring this to more of like a physical understanding, if you had a circle and all of a sudden you had to throw something away, you're not going to throw it in front of you because people mm. are in front of you. People are to the size. You. You're just going to toss it over your shoulder, mm. and that's what's nice about a circle. You know the the direction to project negative stuff. It'll it's just
1: just the opposite from it's the it's behind the me. Circle. Yeah. It's all behind. I just, got
0: you. So now everybody's confined in this space, and when I know it sounds wooey, but like when there was like negative energy or something that shouldn't be there, mm. couldn't escape. Starting bouncing around, and you're throwing mud around the room, yeah, and yeah. somebody else is gonna catch it, and oh, and then they'll freak out and then toss that around. And so it just wasn't like the ideal situation.
1: Okay, and the trip itself. I mean, I mean, last time we talked, it, was, it wasn't was it Pachamama? Was that the name of the? Yeah,
0: Pachamama, Mother Nature, Gaia. Whatever so I mean, you call that,
1: that's my first question. Really, did you encounter the same entity again? I did. That's so weird.
0: But she sounded different. <laughs> okay. Like, she was in a way different mood. Hmm. Uh, my, my intention was, am I doing this journey the right way? Like, am I, am I on a journey? Hmm. And I, should I continue forward?
1: Now, did you ask yourself that before you started the trip? Yeah. Like, it was kind of like that was the intention of the experience?
0: Yeah, because I felt weird going because I didn't feel like I needed to heal. I'm comfortable with myself. I'm comfortable with my personality. I'm comfortable projecting myself. I don't feel like I have any hang-ups.
1: So you're in kind of a good place in other words. Yeah. yeah. I uh
0: I did I did slack on the diet a little bit and that that actually meant something cuz mm. I thought excuse me. Getting a hiccup. Getting a little choked up no. talking about this. Mm. I thought that when you have a good diet, it's it's like a devotion thing to her. Mm. But essentially since uh, my diet wasn't as pristine as the last two times, mm. the effect wasn't as strong. Mm. So I sold myself short. It's not that she was going to kick my ass. And uh, for anybody that's done, <laughs> Joe, shout out to Joey. He got his ass kicked. <laughs> really? Yeah. But it was, it was more humbling. Okay. He thought he came up. Yeah, sure. It's my birthday. I'll, I'll have a couple drinks, right? He disrespected her.
1: Now, when you say that you cheated on your diet or whatever phrase you use, what, what did you mean? What did you eat? Where you felt like?
0: Well, I was, I love chocolate. I was a little lax with the chocolate. I, like there was, when there's free cook- cookies offered to me, I'm not going to turn down those cookies.
1: Yeah. Um, I think anyone listening is in total agreement. Yeah, you can't just turn down free cookies no matter what.
0: You're not supposed to have leavened bread. Okay. And like I needed some sort of carb. I was eating veggies and fruit. And mm-hmm. so for I how had...
1: for how long were you eating veggies and fruits? Straight two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah,
0: I've sort of become a vegetarian. Like if I just knock out the chicken and turkey in my life, Mm. I'm a vegetarian. No. And maybe even pescatarian, but since I eat chicken and turkey, the new term is politarian
1: oh geez is that a real thing, politarian (laughs) Yeah. Well,
0: you know, you know me. I'm staying away from beef, and I'm staying away from. By the way, chickens are
1: douchebags. I think eat chickens. That's what that's my (laughs) vote. Like, they deserve it. Cows and pigs, (laughs) they're on the fence, but chickens are just. Anyway. First, thing, I don't want to I don't want to go off topic here, so.
0: I feel like I sold myself short not being as committed to the diet. Okay. I realized again I thought okay, she'll so beat me up like I I can't understand a serious purge cuz I never did. And I I I got to be blessed that I've never seriously purged mm. cuz there's nothing really to get off me. Mm-hmm. So I feel I'm doing something right. And that's why I was like, well, what's this journey that I'm on? Like, I'm here, I'm drawn to you again. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for something. And this is a mystical realm. This is wondrous. Like, anybody listening, if, if you don't think it's crazy for a moment, this is like a frontier. Mm. Or it's a lost frontier because our ancestors used to do this all the time. So why wouldn't you want to explore this? Sure. You know, it's not just people doing drugs in a room. Like, there's there's a purpose. We're in a ceremony for a reason. We're not just consuming this and just wooing out like mm. there is a purpose and so i think it's interesting it's hard to do that's why that's why i wonder like why is it schedule one because there's, there's no way this is like an addictive drug because you take it and if you're in a bad state of mind you're gonna puke and you're gonna go shit but you're getting you're, you're relieving yourself and it feels better mm. but by no means that's recreational and by no means that's addictive mm. so why am i doing this again and in partly because i feel like i inspired mark Mark mm. came to me and he was looking, where can I find a shaman? What, how, are we going to do this? And so I, I kind of wanted to bring Mark. Like, mm. I feel like that's the first person I inspired that's more than like two, three degrees away from me. He's a friend. I worked with him a while ago. I want to go be there for his first time. Mm. But for me, if it was just me, I don't think I would have done it. Yeah. No. So that's the state of mind I was in. I'm like, what What am I doing on this this journey? And I always thought journey was like a cliche word, you know, you know, have a nice journey and and all this. But I but I understand this ongoing. It's it's an ongoing process. Mm. And so when you're traveling, you're you're ongoing traveling. You're you're going forward somewhere. Mm. And so that's why journey is such a great word because I feel like I'm I'm traveling somewhere. I'm traveling forward. Whether it's my knowledge, my information, my spiritual maturity, something. I'm constantly going forward. So mm. why am I doing this now? That was truly my intention. And I, I got a bit of like a sideways answer, which I appreciate it.
2: Mm.
0: And that, that's why I decided to go. That, that was, well, I want to find
1: sideways answer though. Like, what do you mean by that?
0: Well, it, it's like when someone answers a question for you
1: mm.
0: and it's not the direct answer you wanted, but it gave you better information. And so then for you realize you're asking the wrong question, that's what I got. And that's, and that's how she tends to work. And I keep saying she folks, I am talking about this, this mother nature, spirit, Gaia Pachamama, whatever you want to call her. I, 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 I'm more comfortable saying that it's a her, it's a, she, it's some female entity because so many people are confirming that, that do this. So I feel comfortable saying it. At first, I'm like, oh, you're going to think I'm crazy.
1: At this point, it's too late. It, 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 it's her.
0: So yeah. if I'm just saying her and you don't know who I'm talking about, it's just Mother Nature. It's the spirit of the planet. Whatever embodies the planet, it's got its own thing.
1: Now, you said that she sounded different. So did she look different? I mean, was it like a different? You know, I never saw her. Never saw but her? But I
0: kind of felt, I felt her messages, mm. almost like memories. And that, it came later in the night. Like, I had a lot of work to do beforehand. Mm. And that work was, since I was sitting outside, I was disjointed from the circle, but I was still part of it. Mm. So, all the energy that was bouncing around inside me, a lot of people needed to heal. Like, there were some, I'm not saying they're sick. They're not, like, sick in the head, but they are, they're lost. Mm. And so, that, that group needed a lot of work. Sure. And they couldn't escape the rooms, but it was getting passed to me. I'm the only one outside by myself and I can kind of disperse it away. So once everybody kind of got started and I started hearing tears and some laughter and some coughing and then some purging, Mm. I started hearing it working on the inside and I was like an observer, like, Oh, what's going on? Mm. It was a new perspective for me because I wasn't as intensely part of it as more of like a bystander. Mm. And then dude, like I wasn't purging in terms of like the gross stuff. But, like, the yawns, and I was tearing, and I was crying, and I was breathing hard, and I would feel anxiety, and none of it was mine.
1: None of it. So you were just feeling from the, the circle, in other words? Yeah,
0: like, I was that circle's chimney. Like, if you, if you have a fire, and it's going to get out of the house, it's going out the
1: chimney. So, wait, so you were crying, yawning. All that stuff like were you just randomly feeling these crazy emotions, not brought on by anything? You're just like, oh my god i'm I'm crying for Dude, no reason.
0: I was happy outside, I was comfortable. I'm on my quilt, I'm in my sleeping bag. everything was soft. Mm. I was happy, and I was bundled up. It was a cold night, mm. I was all bundled like there's no reason for me to feel this anxiety and this anxiousness and like this displeasure, like really massive discomfort mm-hmm. and as it started working, the people inside it, I guess it was just getting passed to me, like I said it was there wasn't. Space for that stuff
1: to escape, so that's kind of an interesting concept. Like where you just like you're you're feeding off other people's energy. I mean,
0: like empathically.
1: Sure. I mean, we we've talked about it before. How how dreams sometimes they just mm-hmm. feel like they're they're being picked up by a frequency that's just not yours. Like yeah. wh- Like why am I feeling <laughs> like why would I think something so batshit crazy? Like it doesn't make sense. It's because the brain is more like a, a a radio tower. It's like picking up all the frequencies. So I mean, that's something that like I'm I'm supposed to be the straight person here you know like yeah. like uh uh the skeptic but i mean it, that seems like a pretty consistent thing that
0: just just remind the people if this is their first time listening you no. have not done any of
1: this i haven't I've done nothing i'm very You're just I, objectively taking it like a scientist yeah the word isn't straight edge i mean i drink beer and i have coffee but i don't do i have done drugs before which we'll talk about another time but like mm-hmm. i don't really do this stuff i'm i'm pretty much a very rational reasonable person i'm just very curious about the subject I've never done anything like this, so this is just me observing. But um, I do just find it interesting how randomly you just feel like upset about something. You're you're, yeah. you're getting the the vibrations from these other people, and that's something that the the really skeptical Sam Harris type people would be like. All right, there's something there because if you're just sad for no reason whatsoever, but a person's twenty feet away and they're sad and you're feeling it, that taps into what is really going on here, which we don't really know. There was you know? like.
0: I was so exhausted, I could have just passed out. Mm -hmm. But I didn't. And I struggled with all these just, like I said, it's like anxious anxiety like, I felt like something bad was going to happen to me so consistently, but I'm just lying down in a backyard. (laughs) There's nothing bad going to happen to me.
1: Now now the skeptical part of me has to ask you a question. Did you like work yourself up into a frenzy because you heard them purging and you just got like, you just felt
0: No, to be honest with you, My my sober mental self was saying, "Good for them! Like Mm -hmm. the healing's working. Like you're supposed to purge. You're supposed to get rid of this stuff." So when I started hearing it, I was actually more complacent. Like I was like smiling, Mm. "Good for them! It's working. I'm I'm not getting anything significant, but it's working for them." Mm -hmm. So good for them. And I was
1: happy. That's that's just that's very fascinating to me because I mean, that's something that people can measure scientifically. Mm -hmm. Like like why are you feeling this way? Like this is why I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, I really want more skeptical people to try ayahuasca, and I will try it eventually. Yeah. I've been telling you this for a while, but just like just from a very outward point outsider point of view, like what is going on when you're tripping on ayahuasca and you feel things that aren't your thoughts? like what are you tapping into? I it, guess you know it's, it's... what I
0: bring up is on my my second ceremony, mm. I felt a woman on the other side of the circle didn't meet her, didn't know who she was. Didn't see her because I got there late. Mm. It was already dark. I didn't have time to socialize with the people there. And I I remember like this. This is not my vision. Like mm. I, I remember I'm like, I'm in somebody else's problem. Mm. And I was in this dark bedroom. I didn't see any. I just knew I was in a bedroom. And there were, there was a doorway. And the only light in that bedroom was coming
1: from that doorway. This is still the most recent trip you're talking oh, about. Or second the second one. one okay. I got to bring this. Because this one, so I can remember. This second. one's okay. apparent.
0: Mm-hmm. And so I saw this little girl in the corner, long hair, young, very young girl, kind of like one of those little '90s, like almost like old school. Mm. And she just was crying with her head in her arms. And I just felt so fucking terrible for this this little girl. And like I wanted to reach over and, and like rub, rub her, like, pat her on the back, try to make her feel better. And it's like I couldn't reach her. Even though like I'm trying to get close, I couldn't reach her. And I wanted to see who she was. And I tried to lift the hair off her face. It's just... I was... Too, I was always just too far, mm. but I just, I just remember like, well, I can't do anything here, and so I'll just support her. Mm. And so I just kind of felt like I placed myself in a room, almost like I would just sit down, mm. and I just kept talking, like it's all right, it's okay, it's you're gonna be fine. This is, but I don't know why I was saying that. I don't know why she felt like that. And I, to be honest, I was out of my element. Like I don't, I don't know how to help this person. I'm mm. here. We don't know them. What do I do? No, yeah, I mean, yeah. And my questions were being answered outside the vision. Hmm. So I'm thinking I'm gonna get something from the vision. It was outside. So there was a woman on the other side of the circle, yelling hysterically. Hmm. And but the thing is, she was far. She's on the farthest part of the circle, and she was yelling hysterically. And she was yelling, help me, help me. Like, and was and she, so she was calling the shaman. So the shaman over there, then the assistant shaman went over there. Then another assistant. Like, I, There's people that were trying to help. So there's, like I think, three surrounding her trying to get her into a better state of mind. And I remember being there. And so I looked. And I'm like, oh, well, she's, she's got to be taken care of now. Like I, I can sit back down and lie down, and she'll be fine. And so I lied down, and I tried to relax and close my eyes and kind of resume what I was doing. And then she yells, no, don't go. Like, I I don't want to yell at you, but it was really dramatic. Like, her life depended on me sitting up. Like, Mm. no, 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 I can't relax. I have to sit up and support this this emotional trauma. Mm. And so I remember sitting up and I'm just like, I'm breathing. Like, I got to exhale. Like, my anxious anxiety in my chest. And then I look around and there's six other people focused the same way I am. They are all sit up, like, meditating style. And they were all breathing hard like I was. And I knew, I didn't, have, I didn't even have to second guess, but I knew those people were experiencing the same exact thing. Mm. The traumatic emotional stress that this woman was feeling was so heavy that we all shared it and sort of dispersed it so that way she could deal with the situation.
3: Mm.
0: And it, I, I'm having a sober moment here. I'm listening. I, dude, I heard cows so far away. And the, like, it was like two cows and they sounded like they were dying. I'm like, did a coyote just grab these cows? So the reason I'm bringing this up is because, yeah, I had a better vision. I had a more focused experience and I don't want to scare anybody. This is not going to happen to everybody. Mm. It depends who you go with, who's in your circle, who needs to heal. But even the, like, I've always felt like animals had a different way to communicate because they don't need language sometimes. Mm. And so I felt like the cow was part of it. I didn't hear anything getting attacked or so. This cow's like just crying, like this cow was really crying. And then at, at the cow was sounding off. Then the coyotes were sounding off. Then frogs were sounding off. Then the insects got loud, and the whole night was so buzzing with sound. Mm. And this lady, I heard her breathing, breathing, breathing. And I, I don't, I don't know what resolved it but I did see a body finally flop on the other side of the circle. So I guess that was her. Mm. And then everything stopped. Mm. Everything, every sound, every breathing, even the people sitting up, we were all exhausted and we all lied down at the same time.
1: Well, a couple of things that I want to kind of bring up. Um, I, I couldn't tell you where this memory is from, but I, I remember some kind of documentary where mm-hmm. like, where plants have emotions where like if you are negative and screaming and freaking out in a plant, if you look at that plant under a microscope, like it's damaged. Yeah. You know, like like emotions have about. some kind of resonance with what's going on here, you know? So it's interesting also with like dogs, because like I, I've been around dogs where they look at someone and they're just like... Yeah, like they can just sense like, your just fear. They like, hmm. like can sense if you're an They can an sense <laughs> those emotions. So like emotions have some kind of like broadcast. Yeah. And if people pick up on that, they just respond. So it seems like of a woman, in, in in nature you have this. Like if if a if there's a wounded animal in the middle of the forest, like screeching and yelling, like everything freezes. It everything just kind of focuses on that dying animal or something. You yeah, know? it's intense. So it seems like they're doing the same thing. Like they sense the distress. Even the sound of a woman screaming sometimes like makes people. You know, you can do this in nature when like you hear like a coyote howl. Sometimes the the frogs will stop. You know, ribbiting. Yeah, and like. And all of a sudden, they're back. You know, like people respond to sounds and to emotions, definitely like that. So there's nothing really unheard of of cows. They hear all they yeah. do is hear all day. They don't have jobs. <laughs> they got nothing to do. They, they got nothing listening. to do except listen and chew cud. You, you ever know, seen
0: like, the the cow videos where people play music or sing, and all of a sudden the cows just kind of conglomerate like an audience? Yeah, I, I've never seen they, it, but I can connect. imagine that. You know, they connect.
1: But like all they do is hear. So if they hear something in the distance, that's like. Disturbing. They're gonna, they're gonna respond. You know.
0: The amazing thing was, all the animals making even the bugs like mm. they had their own frequency. Everything stopped at the same time. Like there was like a sigh of relief, and I, I if I remember correctly, the sound of re, the the sigh of relief had to do with "Fine, I'll live." Mm. Which is like, did that was we the just,
1: woman saying that to herself.
0: Did we? Yeah, like mm. that was her final breath. Like, fine, I'll live, and I'm like was this person contemplating suicide because mm. of how neglected she felt. It was neglect. She felt taken for granted so much neglect. And and she made up her mind that she's going to stay. Now, I, did
1: you talk to this woman after the trip? I think you might have I mentioned did. this. What did she say?
0: Well, the amazing thing was I knew exactly who it was in the morning.
1: You're like, you, we, we got to yes, talk. Yes. I yeah, was yeah. like,
0: that was you. And then other people that were sitting up with me I know there's like a taller woman in that circle and I, and I recognized her she knew exactly what I was talking about like I, mm. I was talking to this woman about her experience and like she shouldn't have to feel like that and go talk to your family or friends and she's like yeah yeah like she just kept seconding me and then two more people were like agreeing all with what I was telling this woman mm. and so I guess those were the people sitting up also supporting that moment and so it's a beautiful thing to see random perfect strangers collaborate and just help heal someone. Like this is how it sort of works. And I'm still trying to figure it out. No. But I can't deny that that happened. And then I have those other individuals. I wish I could reach out and find them. I have them. They're out there somewhere. They're probably on the Facebook or something. But I could recall that same event with them. And they'll say the same exact thing. They, they, they felt her smallness. They felt that she was taken for granted.
1: Well, here's a question for you. Um, I think you should take a break from doing ayahuasca. I'm, oh, absolutely. Because you don't need it. I'm okay. Right? But the next time you do it, let's say like a year from now or whatever. Yeah.
0: I've been trying to do one a year.
1: Yeah. But I think you should uh, bring people that are strangers and do your own test pretty much. Like if one person is having trouble with like suicidal thoughts, they'll tell you. But just don't tell anyone else. I mean, you should, I think you should, the next experiment you That's should a do good is idea. your own experimentation. Like whatever, like whoever it is, bring five people, six people, strangers, friends, whatever. But even write it down, write it down ahead of time. And they would be like, okay, this person's dealing with suicidal tendencies. This person's dealing with, they lost a family member. Whatever it is, just write them down and organize everything. But keep everybody in the dark. Yeah. And like write them down so there's a record of it. And then like, you know, take a picture of it. Like, because this is more scientific than anything else. And then do another ceremony with all these people and then record immediately afterwards what they're all experiencing and just see what the the, the results are.
0: I'm like, totally down to do that. I just need people to be on board. It's, so anyone, it,
1: anyone listening to this, if if you're interested yeah. next year, I mean, this will be out for who knows how long, but, like, contact us, and, and I think that's a good idea because, I mean, I'm not crazy about the idea of waiting for something to happen, if that makes sense. Like, oh, one day they're going to do experiments, and... The, let's fucking do it ourselves you know like i'll I'll even you know maybe my 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 point of view on ayahuasca but i'd love to be there as the sober one who's just observing everything and kind of
0: you'd kind of mess up the circle
1: honestly but like i would be even like in the distance somewhere just i i I don't mind if if it's better for me to participate like the thing is if i I can just fuck off you know what i mean like you know. i don't
0: know how to explain it but if i know you're there or i know you're around Mm. i can pull you in sure and so, since you're not on the same frequency we are, you disrupt it.
1: No, no, that's fine.
0: That's why, like, people try to get away when they do these ceremonies. But they we, try we to could, isolate We themselves. could do
1: another podcast like right before the ceremony. Yeah. With, but not even release it. But this is what we're intending. This is what we're doing. And I'll fuck off. I'll be in the background. <laughs> but then, like, I want stuff written down for like the sake of, uh, I guess, posterity is the right word. Mm-hmm. But like, I want this is me being the skeptic of the group. Like, here's what's going on, and then it's like go, and then right afterwards make all the recordings and say okay and interview people and like and then we'll come back with our findings pretty much like very low-level scientific experiment but I mean if someone says like oh this person just lost a family member and you put them in the the ayahuasca circle and nobody else knows this but then right after the ceremony she goes three people say oh my god you just lost someone I'm so sorry that's scientifically proving that there's something going on here they didn't say oh you just you're dealing with uh whatever no very specific you just lost someone we're really sorry about that we felt that we know that now blind taste test you know what i mean that's what we're trying to go for here because this is just me kind of curious if that could actually happen and you might get people who get it wrong and that's you know them it's oh you're dealing with suicidal thoughts no not really i just lost a family member oh okay then you have to record those too because we we could all be wrong about what's really going on here you know like we have to be very fair and just and you don't want to plant seeds because then it becomes a uh, John Edward type shit. Remember John Edward, the fucking uh, the mentalist? No, I don't. Like he he was a, a famous bullshitter back in the day, <laughs> but he was the type of dude like I'm feeling an M, an M. Is there a Matt or a Michael or or? Yeah, I see. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of the you know guys type, you? it's a magic trick. Like Penn Jillette can talk to you about this if you if you go to his podcast. Like there's a skill, there's a technique to bullshitting people. I'm not interested in any of that. I'm interested no. in pure raw truth and raw facts right now. If we can make that happen, that's interesting. That's all I'm going to tell you. Well, the,
0: the reason I brought that up was because that was a very strong, powerful, focused occasion mm. of that. And for this third ayahuasca ceremony I was part of, not as focused because I was just getting bombarded. Mm. I couldn't focus on one person. I just, just, it was more feelings than it was visions.
1: Now, were you getting anything from Mark at all or not really? Not really. Yeah, so that's interesting. Like just, it just—it seems like if there was something to this, you'd get something pretty strong from Mark. It, like that, I'm
0: telling you, the the space was not organized. Sure. Like, you can almost kind of feel the direction it's coming from. Mm. Since I was the only one outside, everyone's in front of me. Sure.
3: So you're there's like a narrow channel like yeah, to yeah. me.
0: Mm-hmm. I, who knows? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't really pick anything out. I was just. I felt sorry for people. I mm-hmm. felt anxious. That that feeling in your chest when you're you feel like you're going to be scared, you know, mm-hmm. like you're at a haunted house. Couldn't even get rid of that. Yeah. And I'm just breathing. I'm breathing like I'm in some labor outside. Yeah. It, but I understood what was going on. That's the thing. I'm like, oh, here we but go. I'm tanking.
1: Were they first timers? Were they they were there was a over. lot of first timers. So that's probably explained because you you know what's, you're they're about to expect and you feel empathy for what they're going through kind of deal.
0: Yeah. And they had a lot of those first timers actually were in ceremony the night before. Mm. And they, the shaman and everybody said it was beautiful. Mm. Like they had a beautiful night.
1: The first night. Yeah. Second night was different.
0: Yeah. And from what I understand, Ayahuasca, she puts on a great show the first time. Like Mm. that's her marketing. That's her public relations. Like if you do it once, she wants to welcome you. Mm. And then if you're going to do it again, it's time to get to work. Yeah. You no, know, now, now. We got to get into the real stuff. Like,
1: this is why you're here. It's like going through basic training. Like, now you're doing advanced infantry yeah. type stuff. Like we get through the basics. Now it's time to buckle up.
0: Like yeah. you, you've entered a different realm. You've got some experience, and now, now it's time for the real stuff.
1: Now, talk to me about the visuals. What were the visuals like on this trip? Anything come to mind or not I really? did not
0: have powerful visuals. Really, the only, and you know what? It. I guess this would be a gift. This is this is my only visual and if this is the only visual I got it absolutely it's a gift.
3: Mm.
0: And it's related to my first time as well. A couple instances in the night while I was looking up at the sky and this is why I always want to look at the sky now. It seemed like there was a a grid built in the sky. It looked like triangles.
1: And this, is the first, this was the same vision you had when you first tripped, right? See, you remember that, remember but this, it's not uh, the same one. It's, really? It's similar, but it's not. What, why was it different? Explain.
0: Well, this one looked like a covering on the planet. Like it, it, There's a grid, some sort of spiritual light grid, and it's, it's perfect shapes, and it mm. surrounds the planet, like some way off high distance up in the sky. And, I'm okay, the scientist in me is like, all right, let's fuck this up. So I'm, like, moving my eyes. I'm trying to, like, (laughs) see if there's, like, a weird angle where I could catch this as me fucking freaking out.
1: I I like your, let's fuck this up. (laughs) I know. I I couldn't. I couldn't.
0: Everywhere I looked, the angles that I tried to move, I tried putting things in front of my eyes. So I'm like, if I cover this, and when I cover it, it it would cover. And when I lift my hand, there it is. I can see it. Mm. And so I can't deny that I saw this, like spiritual grid is like all i knew is that it's protecting the planet from what i have no idea Mm. but it's this like shell that our planet has and i didn't know that existed Mm. and it's something i've seen in in pictures but i i just thought it was someone's depiction of like what a spiritual forces or something like that Mm. i saw something surrounding the planet it's like a big dome like if you ever watched Hunger Games, you know like the dome that they have in Hunger yeah. Games. It felt like that but like really high in the sky. Mm. And so I smiled. I'm like, "Oh, I got to see something." And that's and that was one of the more powerful visions I think because it wasn't just in my head or in my imagination. That's that's something even if it is in my imagination, it was merged with my actual physical vision. Mm. So, I don't I don't know too many people that have testimonials with stuff like this. Mm. And I, that was my truest, most profound visual. Mm. And it was actually with my eyes open, which I was grateful
1: for. Yeah. And now uh, to go back to Mother Nature, pa- Mother Nature, Pachamama, whatever you want to call uh-huh. it. What was her mood? You said she was more like, like you, you talked about oh, it before, yeah. but could you elaborate on that a little bit? Like, what was, what was what was her deal?
0: She was frustrated. With what? Definitely this time she was frustrated. I think she was frustrated with the mindset of the people there. Mm. You know, it's almost like going to the doctor's office, and then you know the doctor's going to... What's that? What do you... I can't think of the word right now. I'm so tired. From this uh No, no. When they knock you out, it's was like morphine. No, morphine numbs you. What's the stuff that knocks you out? Oh, uh... Like, it's like gas, or, or where they can inject you with it, and it just knocks you out? Yeah. You know I know what talking I know you're
1: talking about. Um...
0: Please help me with this word, because i know you're googling over there <laughs> hold on. like a medically
1: induced coma type deal right
0: well it's just to kind of put you out like when you go to the dentist and they put you under
1: novocaine and yeah, yeah one of those things I'll, I'll find it this is the beauty of this is the beauty yeah. of the internet we can actually take our time look something up well i know i've been to the dentist
0: and it's like going to the dentist you're not sick he doesn't need to pull teeth but you're anesthetic? sitting in the, anesthetic. anesthetic there, there you, you go, go. Yep. but you want the anesthetic yeah. Like, wait, what the fuck are you here for anyway? Like, so she was frustrated with a lot of people in that group. Mm. And I've never felt that from her. My first two ceremonies, she was healing people. She, she was trying to give understanding. It was almost like this group was stubborn.
3: Mm.
0: It's like, well, do you want this or not? kind of thing. Or, or do, you know, do you even know what you came for? Was, one of the guy's intentions was to get high. The shaman is telling me. Yeah. And I'm like, man, fuck. Like, that's, that's a waste of our time that's not what's going to happen here. Mm. And so I felt this frustration from her with the group. And then towards the end of the night, I realized a lot of people had the same problem.
3: Mm.
0: And, and we can get into one of my more, I I think it was a, a beautiful moment and it didn't have to do with me. It had to do with how I helped other people. Okay. Towards the end of the night, like I, I I felt like the frustration swelling, and I didn't even have to be inside to know, but apparently the shaman gave up. Hmm. He was like, "Fuck it!" And he left. He left, but he left the circle. Hmm. And the thing is is you you can't teach people that aren't that aren't willing, willing to learn. Like, I'm kind of getting choked up because I, I kind of remember all this. Hmm. and I understand why he'd left. I mean, people came outside and they were complaining by the campfire. And I heard it. And what I was distraught. They were complaining about the the music and and he's not helping everybody and and they were not pleasant. Huh. And that's why I'm like she that's why I'm saying she was frustrated cuz I was frustrated listening to them. And I it got to the point like I'm sitting there squirming. I'm like I'm just trying to focus on what's going on. I'm squirming, I'm squirming. Dude, I <laughs> I felt like I shot up, like I sat up, like that girl in the exit, I just shot up, like my abs just vaulted me forward, and I just sat up from my sleeping bag, and then I saw them, okay, we should go inside now, mm.
1: <laughs> like they got up and they went back inside. That's a, That's such a strange thing to complain about, like when you're... When you're like aware enough to be like, I'm gonna try an ayahuasca ceremony, you start bitching and moaning like. Like he's not getting to everybody. The fire's out.
0: This is not happening. People are vomiting. They're distracted. So it was very selfish. Yeah. And I felt that negative vibe, and it frustrated me. And it frustrated me. Like I don't even remember really choosing to sit up. I just sat the fuck up. I was like, Mm -hmm. what? And I sat up really fast. Like I sat up so fast that like I rocked forward. I'm like, how the fuck did I do that?
1: Yeah, that's such, that's such, there's so many level there's so many things to unpack with that idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um it kind of reminds me of like martial arts because like if if someone's saying all right, here's what you do, and they're just not listening. Yeah, to the, they don't the want Teacher, listen. like it's like, what do you want from me, dude? I'm gonna teach you how to throw a proper jab and a proper kick. But if you're deliberately doing it wrong for some reason, why I don't understand. Like that's the rules of whatever class you're in. Like and, and any class you ever take in any one of those contexts, from yoga to whatever there's someone in charge you do what they tell you to do it's it's respectful you know what i mean like even if you disagree with them like down like, three months later like ah, i don't really like throwing a punch that way i'm gonna throw it differently while you're there and while you're in the moment you do what the teacher tells you to do that's just respect so i mean it's kind of man that's 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 heavy right there like I, that that doesn't make sense to me like complaining about like yeah yeah strange very strange and, so um, so wait, let me, let me, so afterwards, after the whole experience and everything, like after it wore off, were you talking to anyone else besides Mark or not really?
0: I didn't even talk to Mark that night. What I you, didn't talk to Mark that night.
1: What do you mean? Though? I couldn't find him. Okay. Like, I, I honestly don't know where he went. Do you, have you talked to him since? And
0: it was oh, I've talked okay. to him since. He <laughs> just, just vanished? During ceremony, I didn't know where he parked. Mm. And it was so dark. Uh, when, when it w- sort of wore off on me. This is, this is essentially when I feel like was the best part of my night. Mm. There was no music. There was no chanting. Uh, the last couple ceremonies I was in, the shaman was going until 4 in the morning. Mm. And it's 2.30. And there's nothing. Mm. And I, I already felt like the shaman quit. And I don't blame him. That was a hard job. Like it, he, he was having such a hard time, and especially when people aren't open to the healing and they're not respecting it, especially like you're meeting a fucking end. Like if you understand, if you're here cause you're going to meet the entity of the planet. And a lot of people knew this beforehand. Mm. A lot of people know they're going to talk to them with ayahuasca and you're disrespecting that. Like I'm, I'm sincerely <laughs> mad talking about this. Like I, I'm a pleasant person, but I was
1: I, I, right now. I'm sincerely mad thinking about it. This is the angriest I've ever seen you, by the way, the angriest I've ever seen you, but get uh, No, this, I'm, is, this I'm not, is not at all. This, <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Get.
0: But I understood why he quit, mm. so then i started started to walk around, but I was finally energized, like I guess I maybe napped for twenty minutes or something. Mm. The fire was completely out, it was dark. I saw the grid again before I got up, but I'm sober. I got up and kind of waddled, okay, maybe I'm not completely sober, but I waddled inside, and I just want to see what's going on. It wasn't over when i went when I walked inside, it felt like um when you watch a scary movie like a horror and someone's in a bad place i felt like i was like a ghost walking around all these horrible things happening mm. like i got i guess people were still going on their journeys when you sleep you're still part of you're still on your journey so i felt like i was walking around like a haunted house and then i get to the kitchen and there's a there's a guy just like in child's pose yoga on the floor with his hands out
1: What's child's pose? That's uh,
0: that's like when you have your hands out in front of you, your face is on the floor, but your knees are on the floor.
1: Okay. And so, kinda of creepy in a weird way, huh? Yeah. Telling you, it
0: felt like I was a ghost walking through a haunted house. And then I saw somebody waiting for the bathroom, and then like they looked up like all out of it. And I'm like, Oh, this is, this is getting weird. And then I come back to the person in the kitchen and the shaman actually was there. He he stopped chanting but he found this person and and I hear him trying to disperse the negative energy off him this is like the horror part of the night and like they had automatic lights in the house so if you walked around the are the, little night lights they would go on mm. but they would pop on and because your senses are uh your senses are heightened i could the see out. <laughs> the electrical difference of the lighting so this is like a little bit of a stroby horror house going on here for me, that's what it felt like for a few moments until I was able to ground myself. I realized the shaman's still working, they're purging, and people are going through their journeys. And I was able to come to terms with that. And then then the house really got real to me. Like I, I kind of lifted off that horror ghost state. Oh, I'm, I'm walking around. <laughs> like I had a really, oh, I'm walking around. That's why this is weird. Like I'm not like a ghost in a horror movie. I'm walking around and seeing what's going on.
1: Did people think you were the weird one in the situation? Like, oh, there's this guy walking around the house just looking, you know, like...
0: they. It's like I wasn't there. <laughs> they just that's what's weird. It. It's like just, I wasn't there.
1: That's trippy, though. Like, they just ignored you completely.
0: Yeah. I had nothing to contribute to what was going on. I was just observing. So, mm-hmm. like, I, people looked at me, but it's like I wasn't there. No. And then I was watching the shaman work. I was fascinated because he was trying to, like, disperse this energy off the guy. And then I heard... I'm not sure if I should use her name like nobody knows her i'm not gonna use the make, last make name it. it
1: doesn't matter i mean you're never gonna I'll see just say person. patty patty only
0: so i heard patty complaining that her she was complaining to the shaman that she didn't get much didn't feel much mm. My, oh i i should preface this with this is the most i've ever drank <laughs> the, oh, okay the most ayahuasca i've ever consumed was this night and i still was a little weak so was that's there, why is there an,
1: uh, how do you i mean how do you figure that? Like, I just remember swallows, the amounts, three like, three swallows, whatever. It was, it was
0: like a shot. My last couple of times, and this one, I was like gulping for a while. I'm like, oh, let's go epic here. But <laughs> I, I'm saying that because she's complaining that she didn't feel it. Like, she, she didn't. I'm not feeling it. I don't. I don't know if should I felt more. Should I had more visions? You know, she's complaining that it's not working. The whole point is to get out of your own way, like. Mm. Just surrender to it. But if she's expecting something, you're not going to get what you expect. So you're looking over here and the message is coming here. You're not going to get anything. And so I heard her complaining, but it wasn't my point. Like, it wasn't my place to interject at the moment. So I'm like, I'm going to talk to her when she's done trying to talk to the shaman. Then the shaman disappeared. I don't know where the shaman went, but she's still in the kitchen. I'm like, sit down how's your night going? I started talking to her and everything I heard from her was like expectancies, expectancies. I expected, it's almost like she deserved it. I expected this. I deserved this. She didn't say deserve ever, but it's like she expected it. I keep saying the same thing. This is hard to comprehend. Like I said, this happened the other night. I'm still tired. I'm sorry folks. If I sound a little jumbled, I'm just trying to get this out. Uh And after the conversation, well, during the conversation, I figured out that she lives a very fabricated life, mm. like much of us do. You you wake up in the morning because you have to. You get ready for work because you have to. You go to work because you, you have to earn money, because you have to feed yourself. Because you, So it's a very fabricated life. We're not very much in control of our own lives in society. Mm. Even though I say it's a free society, we're really not in control. Yep. And so the conclusion was... I was telling her, you're not able to be your authentic self. Mm. You're not who you want to be. The authentic self in you hates how you're living. Even though you have a job and you're, like, it, there's all these pluses to what she's doing. You're not being authentic with yourself.
1: Yeah, that's pretty universal. I mean, your yeah. authentic self. I mean, there's a, there's a issue with that, though, because if your authentic self is being a piece of shit... That's a problem. I don't think we're, you know, but like, I'm, I'm just as a point of view. So it seems yeah. like, um, well, you're a piece of shit
0: for a reason. Like something happened yeah. to you and you're like, well, I'm going to be, a. you don't decide to be a piece of shit. You just wind up being a piece of shit because of yeah. things that happen to you.
1: But that's, that's very complicated, but at the same time, very important discussion to have. Like mm-hmm. that should be everybody's intention to be your authentic self and have good intentions and have good results. Like there's a lot it's unpackage there um it seems like we'll talk more about what else did you say besides she wasn't she all these expectations that didn't come to fruition like was she just upset was she annoyed like what was yeah going it's on like
0: there? she wanted to get over something and she wanted an escape but she went into that like you're supposed to have an intention not an expectation mm. and so i don't think i if ayahuasca tried she wasn't listening for it the right way or she wasn't hearing or she wasn't seeing the message. In a sense, I feel like that I physically sat down next to her. I was supposed to do that. Mm. Like, if you want to consider it a little bit of a channeling, I was supposed to do that. Mm. And for that night, I felt like I I kind of, in a weird way, I was supposed to take over for the shaman. Like, oh, I'm doing the second shift. Mm. I have the energy now. I took the, the nap or whatever. It was only 20 minutes. I'm going to help out. Let him go take a break. And so she's the only one that's actually up. Everybody's kind of sleeping. I can hear snoring. some people are going through things, some emotional outbursts, like maybe some whimpers and stuff. Mm. But she's the only one up and she's distressed. And I'm thinking, actually, you know what? I'm not a vision. I'm not i uh, I'm not nothing in that psychedelic trance-like state but i feel like i'm part of her journey mm. like in a weird way that i'm part of her trip but i'm a physical manifestation of it and i talked her through her problem
1: what was her problem and though? she started was to she get didn't... that authentic like she but that was the main thing she wasn't being her authentic self or but, was there something it, else yeah that's the
0: thing but she didn't understand it she nah. she did not get it
1: and you kind of got you kind of helped her in that sense Yeah. Like, i got you
0: and what's what was beautiful is i was telling her that I'm telling her I'm being authentic with you and I don't care if anyone else hears us talking about this cuz if anybody's listening they will probably get a decent lesson out of this cuz I feel like all of us this is universal we're we're not our authentic selves mm. that's we were talking about this earlier we're not we're forced to do something because that's what the society expects us to do yep. and while I'm having this conversation a guy from the room felt compelled to come to our conversation this was like a beautiful moment.
3: Mm.
0: And he was coming over shaking. I'm like, Oh boy. But I didn't want to judge. Cause I knew he's, he's on a journey. Weird things happen. He's not going to hurt anybody. So what's he's got to say? And he comes up to us. And he's like, he's like shaking. He's like, I heard you guys and what you were talking about. And he, I just want to thank you. Like he thanked us because I was helping him realize something. Mm and for him he, it seems like he hides his he's never assertive and he wants to be that normal miserable self like everything else, like you you can't you can't be your authentic self you have to be the best normal miserable self you can because that's what society society expects and so he he had like a physical struggle it's, it's almost like his his mental struggle became his physical struggle because he was trembling mm. And he's like, he kept saying, what? No, no, what? And I'm like, I just tell, hey, say yes. Just say yes. No, say yes. No, he would, he was arguing with me and it was a stupid argument. Yes and no. And he was like, what? And then I'm like, what are you saying no to? And he's like this. And then he, he finally has like this really good motor moment where he turns around and is like, I, I did all this for this. And he was frustrated with the house. And he was frustrated with the ceremony. He was frustrated. He's like, well, what's wrong with this? And he couldn't explain it. And then I was telling him, like, this moment that you're having might not be a great moment. But it could change the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. So this could be a moment for the rest of your life. So say yes. And... And he was like shaking. He's coming up to me. And I wanted to hold him up because it looked like he was going to fall over. And so I gave him, I just gave him a hug. I was just going to hold him. And I gave him a hug. And he said, yes. And then the dude dropped like a sack of water. And it was a good thing I was holding. He just like, he just exhaled like, and he dropped like a sack of water. And I put him down on the floor like a baby. Like I had to hold his head and I just laid him out. And he had a moment where he was just kind of struggling for just a little longer with the toxic moment that he was having.
3: Mm.
0: And I'm like, say yes again. And he goes, yes. Say it again. Yes. And he was enjoying that moment. So like, I, I helped him release something. Something that he was really stuck up and hung up on. Mm. And he started laughing. It's, it's a little maniacal but I was so fucking happy for him cause he got over something mm. and he just kind of had this really appreciative demeanor as he kind of slid across the floor, like just loving the fact that he changed his mind. That's beautiful. It, it was the most beautiful thing I felt I did that night mm. and it didn't have to be a vision. I helped somebody
1: else. Well, that could be the lesson of the whole iOS experience, or third time around. Not about you. Sometimes I'm just gonna I, help other people.
0: Well, that's well. Thank you for concluding that for <laughs> me because that's that's where I left off. Yeah. And after I helped him, I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like, oh, here comes the purge.
1: Yep. Here we go. Buckle up, baby. And I'm
0: like, it's my stomach's not feeling good. <laughs> but I was even shown Patricia. Or Patty. Patty, let's go with
1: Patty. <laughs> if you want to get a formal we'll
0: call I kept that right? uh like a two person conversation. It was like a triangle. And I was proving to her, like, see, he's struggling with his authentic self just like you are, but he's got a different thing to get over than you do. Mm. Where you have expectations, he has like um like a form he has to fit. He's trapped, he's in his own prison. And his prison just shattered when he said yes. Like whatever moment he had going on in his head, I don't know what it was, but he said yes to it. Mm. And then as soon as he said yes, he just pshh, It's beautiful. So after I was done with them there, I'm like, I started to feel my stomach, and I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta, and I'm happy the bathroom was there, it was completely clear, there's no zombies waiting for the bathroom. <laughs> and I go in there, and I don't I was not compelled to do this. But I remember sliding my phone into my chest pocket that I had. And I and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, it's crazy how no one knows how to be themselves. We 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 struggle to fit this form of society. No one's themselves. And I'm 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 going over that. I'm like, people are on their phones and on their social networking and what they see in the media. And as as I'm going over this. I'm I'm digging. I'm finding it. So I'm going through this realization find, of... Find
1: your bad place. Yeah.
0: <laughs> let me tell you. I fucking found it. And uh, this is... I I I heard the voice of Ayahuasca going, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like she's mad. Because I'm coming up with everything. She's like, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the more I mentioned that what's making people sick in the society, the sicker I got. And then I realized... We just have a society that doesn't let us be ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. And what's amazing was, that, remember I put the phone here? I didn't remember I put the phone there. I don't really feel like I put the phone there. But in a, in a beautiful and disgusting symbolic gesture, my phone flew into that toilet, which was probably destroyed from the night. Ugh. Followed by me vomiting on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Really, really dark, low moment. I know,
1: folks. There's a metaphor in there somewhere, Oh, man. that's Come the... On. <laughs> dude! She,
0: like, she was in my head like, fuck that phone. Fuck everything right. on that phone. <laughs> fuck everything. Yeah. She, she was so pissed off that m- so much of our society is based in our phones. Like, we organize ourselves with our phones. We're not ourselves without our fucking phones and the influence that the phone has. She's like, "Fuck that thing! Fuck you!" Like, she was so pissed and so happy that like I started puking on it, and I'm like, "No!" So it was a really gross moment. Like, the, the toilet seemed clean, but I got my phone out, threw it into the sink, I rinsed some water on it, and I finished fucking purging in the bathroom.
1: As your phone waterproof? Yes. Okay, It, it still so you works. Got, you got lucky there. Yep. Yeah. I think but, I think Punch and Mama would have preferred it wasn't waterproof. Yeah, and They just destroyed your fucking she wanted, phone, and yeah. she, wanted, she wanted she didn't me know to about the technology quite yet. Yeah, I told her like
0: I need that phone. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not like a prisoner of my phone. I need it. Yep. And then I was able to just pull it out and throw it in the sink and wipe it off and I just, I just I just finished purging, but I didn't feel like just my purge. It was it was a realization, and yeah, I'm I'm affected by society. I feel like a more genuine whole person. Mm. But I feel like that was a relief for the whole fucking room. Like when I was talking to Patty and I was talking to the other guy, they roughly had the same problem. And they're both shaped by our society and they're not themselves.
1: Well, here's a question for you. Um, It seems like the negative energy you're talking about, like when there's like a weirdness and awkwardness in the room. Is it because people are on different wavelengths? They're on different pages. They're just not all in sync. And then after this purge happened with you, did people just kind of get on the same page, and that's when the positive energy started happening? Does that make any sense at there all? Were, no,
0: people were all just knocked out.
1: Everybody was. Well, like, even like sleeping. the three people you were talking with, Patty and the other guy, you guys were all kind of in in a oh, weird they, agreement now, right? Yeah. So that made everything kind. And they of... They all felt better. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, it's more stuff to kind of Instead, process and I don't and know delve into
0: if my purge was all mine. No. Because like, Patty said it didn't affect her. Mm. And so if she wasn't affected by it, she's not going to purge. But if I feel like I was coming up with all the conclusions why she would purge and why he would purge. And I just feel like that was the atmosphere of the room. Mm. Like, and this goes for anybody listening. Like, We struggle just being our authentic selves and being authentically happy the way we want to be happy. Yeah. No. I mean, look at you. You're a workaholic almost. You're, you're, you, you, I got this debt to pay off, and you, you know you have this debt to pay off, so you, you work so many hours, but do you want to work so many hours? Do you want to sit down and write more often? Do you mm. want to sit down and, and play a video game and fucking just zone out? Like You don't get the opportunity to do that. Mm. And so you know where your authentic self is. You just feel like you're compelled not to be that authentic self.
1: Well, yes and no. I mean, I'm in. A, I'm. I don't want to really make it about. Yeah, I don't want to make it about through, you. But... You know, like I'm. I'm. I'm okay. Like uh, yeah, we. We, not... we can talk about that another. I'm you using know. you as an example. But yeah, as but I'm an sure example. sure there's I'm not, plenty first of people off, listening. I mean, I'll be very honest with you. Like what we're doing with the podcast and with my life, and they, my life is pretty good. Like I'm. I'm yeah. I can't really complain. What should be talked about is people who have much worse problems than yeah. we have, because they're kind of in a different wavelength altogether. Someone dealing with like a, a real drug addiction or loss in the family or whatever. There's a lot of really dark mm-hmm. shit going on right now. But you kind of talked about something really interesting, which is your phone, social media, the way you present yourself, Are people being their authentic selves when they post a picture on Instagram mm-hmm. or not at all. There's so much fake
0: communication happening.
1: Yeah. I mean, something that always stuck with me was um, back in the day, you probably remember this, you used to have AIM, AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah. And I remember I was around someone, and they, they, someone said something, and they said LOL, and they weren't laughing. Are
0: you, you're not laughing. You just maybe snicker. Just, like, I'm, I'm like... Oh. Maybe blow a nose out of your... No, I mean, like blow people, air in people, your nose. People,
1: people always do do that. They say LOL or haha, <laughs> and you were not laughing at all. Yeah. Why are you pretending to It's LOL, like an acknowledgement. You know? But it's one of those weird things where I hate talking in text. I think talking in text is a waste of time. What we're doing now is good. We're talking yeah. to each other. I think more people need to do that. People need to get off of Instagram, get off of Facebook, and just have more conversations face to face. Minimum minimal technology interfering. But connect on a on a personal level and actually listen to people, actually understand what they're saying. Don't just wait for your turn to talk. And I think that um like so many arguments I've heard throughout the years of people emailing each other and then getting this massive argument and yeah, then I've breaking up been there. in there. Everybody's been there, but never have a conversation through text or email ever. Text information. That's it's Meet not me you. Meet me at two o'clock. Text. Yeah. Don't ever say, "Hey, what are you up to? How are you feeling today?" But it's such a waste of time because you're not being yourself. You're not being authentic.
0: You have like a an emotional spectrum in your face and in your yeah. body language and and in your tone of voice, and you're you're neglecting all that communication and putting it to an Words. an artificial language because all language is artificial like we're just making sure. sounds here we've yeah. made sounds for an hour and two minutes right yeah okay. but we we can make sense of those sounds but I could communicate this to you way better if I could just give you my memory
1: yeah but even like video calling Skype or whatever yeah. it is that's so much better to communicate I agree than even ca- talking on the phone just without without a visual it's really hard th- I can't talk on the phone with anyone anymore it's just too <laughs> bizarre but I can Skype with people no problem I can talk in person but it, it's an interesting thing how so many people are struggling with that concept of be your authentic self and communicate and tell the truth and, and really connect with people don't just be who they think you want them to be that that's that's a big problem right now and i don't i'm 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 getting better at just being myself just even if it makes people upset <laughs> you know like you have to i'll tell someone something i'll tell tell something to someone that they don't want to hear you know and that's really hard to do because everybody just wants to make everybody happy but you shouldn't tell people what they want to hear. Tell them what they need to hear. I saw you know, it's something, a, big
0: difference. Uh, a friend of mine, Kat, she posts this these great quotes on Facebook, it's really enlightened. Mm. And one of them the other day was, don't say, why is this happening to me? Say, what can I learn from this? And when you're more authentic, even if it's bad for someone else, you're giving that person an opportunity to learn. Mm. So the more authentic we are, the more learning experiences there are, the better we all become. Mm -hmm. If you're fucking fake and lying constantly, no one's going to learn from that. And I think that's like the overall message that I got from this.
1: Sure. I mean, so many people have like an idea of making it, quote unquote, as being Mm -hmm. successful in, you know, movies or musicians or fame or Instagram, whatever it is. But at the end of that tunnel, from what I'm reading and understanding about, there's no victory at the end of that journey. There's no like, oh, I'm, I'm worth a million dollars. Now everything's great. No, you always have those problems. It's so much more rewarding to have strong friends and families and have a dog is so much more, (laughs) so much more beneficial than having a million dollars. You know what I mean? Like who cares? But, uh, that's something that we'll kind of keep talking about throughout this time. Just how to be more authentic, how to be a better person, how to tell the truth, how to, how to deal with failure in a constructive way, how to deal with shortcomings and whatever it is. I I think, man, come on.
0: And, this kind of spills over to that whole argument that we're like, we're raising soft people Mm. like the kids and the participation trophies and nobody wants anyone to feel bad. You're going to feel bad in your life. But if you can learn from your earlier experiences, then you create your own tool set and your own way of thinking for dealing with this Mm. when you go in through life. And and that's why like a a lot of our friends, we know like we're going to, let our kids learn the hard way, you know, like if they feel bad, let them feel bad, let them sit with it. Then you can explain what happened. Mm. You can give them a learning experience rather than trying to protect them. And we, we live in a society where, you know, I got to say the younger people, like people in their twenties, part of that participation trophy culture, I'm meeting them.
1: Mm. And not good, right? No, it's not. See, the interesting thing is um... they
0: never got authentic communication.
1: So something that I've personally been struggling with is stifling emotion. I, I, I stifle emotion most of my life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, in the few times that I've done drugs, like marijuana, nothing crazy, but like you're unable to stifle your emotions anymore and you just start feeling uncontrollably. Like you just start feeling like, like way more than you normally do because your inhibitions are down. Yeah. So it seems like, and you can maybe correct me, if someone's doing ayahuasca, is that they're like, they're just feeling these really high intense emotions that they're stifling most of the time. And they're not used to dealing with these crazy emotions because they're just not used to it. Is there some truth to that, do you think? That's
0: or? that's what happened, for lack of a. I'm not going to use his name, but that's what happened to that guy, Jay, that I just mentioned. No. Yeah. Like, his physical awkward movements was his manifestation of him not coming to terms with what you're saying. Mm. Like, he he would conform himself to be the, I call it the normal miserable. Mm-hmm. Cause it's normal for us to be all miserable. Right.
2: Well, yeah,
0: I'm starting to call it the normal miserable, but he was conforming to that. Like he's supposed to, that's his due diligence. I'm going to conform to this normal miserable. I won't be my authentic self. And that's why he thought this was stupid. Mm-hmm. He thought how he felt was stupid. He thought that he was in the house. This is all stupid. This is all a joke. And I'm like, no, say yes. Mm-hmm. Say yes. Like, it's okay that you're going through this. It's okay that you think it's wrong, and then he finally said yes, and it felt amazing to him.
1: I mean, I could talk about this another three hours if you really I want know. to. I mean, it's just like, uh, we, we we don't want to keep reiterating yeah, we, the same we, lesson. We, I think I think got the point. I think unless you want to have anything to close with, that's a pretty good place to stop. Um, you have the four because I'm i out of questions. Like I'm, I'm I can talk to more for another three hours, but like on the ayahuasca concept your third trip, I think we. We got our bases covered. Is well, there anything you want to kind of close with?
0: This this is kind of the most I've explained. This this wasn't a lot of downloads, but mm. I, I, if anybody's deciding to do this, even though I've said all this, you're obviously interested. If you've gotten this far, mm. still don't have any expectations. Mm. I would suggest you learn how to meditate. Then where you can clear your mind, and when you know when you can clear your mind, you kind of get yourself out of the way. So when you do ayahuasca. You get a more clear communication because your thoughts, your expectations, your theory, whatever you've already thought of will not get in the way of the authentic experience. And another thing, one of the epiphanies that I had with those people I ended the night with, uh, Patty and Jay, was that it's not cool to love. Hmm. Like when someone cuts you off in a car, you could just easily yell, you a fucking asshole or I fucking hate you that comes out way more than just telling people you love them. Mm. You know, there's, there's, there's more reasons to be compelled to hate people than there is to be compelled to love people. And I think we take it for granted. Like just cause someone's nice, maybe they're just a great person. Mm. Maybe you should love that about that person that they're, they're nice or they're trying to be pleasant. So I also learned like it's, it's not cool to love. It's not cool to have feelings. It's not cool to, constantly tell people your presence around me makes me feel good you know (laughs) it's awkward and i i mean maybe i realized that for myself too but i realized that with the people i was talking to Mm. and people agreed in the morning everybody kind of talks about their integrations in the morning i had some great conversations with the people in the morning like it was a rough night but a lot of people got over stuff and it wasn't as visionary as they all thought because they expected it Mm. i think I think everybody's vibes kind of made that night rough. But the integration continues. Like you, You'll you still get ideas or you'll realize you think different. And that's what makes it worth it. And that's what you get when you come out of it. It kind of lingers with you until you can integrate it on your own.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's that was a hell of a night. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like it hell of a night man that part where i felt like a ghost walking around the house phew.
1: that was the creepiest thing i've heard in a while just I, I, yeah.
0: I just felt like i was not like floating just watching nobody paid attention to me
1: all right well thanks for that bosa appreciate Woo! that nope. all right guys i'm not
0: crazy i hope you enjoyed that and that very descriptive experience uh so i think this is we're gonna go with I don't know what episode this is. I can't even tell. I'm going to label matter. it later. It doesn't working. matter. Yep. I'm going to keep working on find, finding shamans, finding traveling shamans. Uh, maybe I'll turn into like a mini travel agency for, for these shamans if people want to experience this. Mm-hmm. If you really do, if you feel compelled, I would say look up practices to prepare for ceremonies because you don't know when one is going to pop up and you kind of want to be ready for it. Uh, and then let me know. And I'm more than willing to talk to people one-on-one. If you want to keep it private and direct messages, I'll do phone calls because that's what I did with my buddy, Mark, that reached out to me. I have no problem. I'm here for you guys. I'm doing this podcast. I don't think there's thousands of people watching this yet, but for the very few of you that are still listening that made it this far, I'm I'm part of your experience now and you can be part of mine. All right. Well, but I'll leave it that then. All right. Whew, that was authentic, man. That was very honest, very true, and from the heart.
1: <laughs> All right. Thank you, Boza.
0: All right. You got it, Mike. Yep. Mm, goodbye, everybody.
1: Thanks, guys.